Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. Today, we're going to talk about a couple things you can do while the market has been slowing for the summer. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everyone, hope you're doing well and welcome back. Uh, welcome back, Leslie. You weren't here last week. Thank you. Good to be back. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming back. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thanking you for. <laughs> um, yeah, we thought we would just kind of give a bit of a recap because there's there's interesting things going on in the market right now. Um, and on top of that, we felt like given the things that we're going to talk about that are going on in the market, it's a good time to start getting your place ready for mm-hmm. sale if you're thinking about doing that over the next few months. Mm-hmm. So anyway, how, how's everything with you? Well, I um, have had a bit of a challenging personal time lately, so I quite honestly, everybody, haven't been as uh, on top of the real estate market as you have, Janelle. Um, but uh, everything is good. Um, staying in touch with some great clients and uh, looking forward to a strong fall with them. But uh, my sense is that um, the really strong, unprecedented strong uh, spring market is kind of winding up. Mm-hmm. And anecdotally, I mean, our stats come out next week. Anecdotally, I would say they're going to show, you know, a significant flattening or just slowing down of a very chaotic winter market, yeah. winter spring market. Yeah. How's I your last week been? Yeah, I mean, good and interesting. Um, might be a good time for me to share this story that Let's I hear just it. went through. <laughs> just an interesting um, situation I had over the last weekend uh, for the first time. Um, and I will share it just because maybe there are other people who are thinking about doing something similar. Um, I had a client who put an offer in and we were in multiple offers. She had some concerns going into the offer about the fact that if she wanted to do a firm offer, she wouldn't be able to do a home home inspection or a financing condition. And so we talked at length about the options, right? Um, We've talked about that here on the show. Right. But if you want to have a home inspection on a property, you've kind of got two options. You've got to find a home that does not have multiple offers. Right. And those are happening now. Yeah, some that have been on the market for a while or some people choosing that strategy. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Then you have a bit more flexibility. Well, you can put an offer in with a condition. Right. Or if the offer, if there's going to be more than one offer and there's an offer date on a property, you know it's a hot property and you cannot put a home inspection condition in because you won't get it, people, then you can do an inspection in advance. So we went over all these details, also about getting her financing in line, and then she was concerned about financing and then said it was okay. At the end of the day, she she made, as an adult, a decision to proceed with an offer and for the offer to be firm because we were in competition and no conditions. And... Today, 
because of COVID, when we do offers, we are doing them by email. And so back in the day, uh, you know, you would show up at the brokerage, you would have your offer, you would have your bank deposit with you, it would be a done deal right there. So the way the law works is that, you know, in order for, it's a binding contract once you've signed it, but the money still needs to change hands. The deposit needs to happen for it to be posted firm on uh, the system and to be marked as a sale. Um, So, you know, the buyer has 24 hours to get that check, that bank deposit to the brokerage. So I hope this is not confusing people. But anyway, my client puts the offer in. We're in competition. It is accepted. Um, And you had the deposit. Did you include the deposit with your offer? I included the deposit. By email, like a copy. By email, a picture of the deposit. So that's what's typical now. And then your obligation is to to deliver deliver that check tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So the next day. So the next day came along and lo and behold, she has changed her mind. She does not want the property anymore. Now, um, to make a long story short, you have signed a binding contract. Mm -hmm. And if you know the risks going in, of which we talked ad nauseum about, and you decide to proceed with a firm offer and you do not deliver the deposit check, you are still responsible. You're in default of the terms you agreed to in a binding contract. It's a legal document. It's a legal document. Mm -hmm. So um, we were able to figure the situation out, and I won't go into any more detail about that, but I will, just as a warning to people, make sure you understand very clearly and that your intention is to follow through with the contract once you've signed it. There was another, you know, sort of a, I don't want to say a red flag, but something along the way throughout this uh, particular instance where this buyer said to me, well, I'll just put a condition in uh, and it'll give me a chance to think about it and I can just back out if I don't want to, if I don't want it anymore. Um, And again, I think that you need to enter into these things in good faith. Yes. I think it's a bit of, um, it's just the right thing to do. Your intention needs to be to follow through with the contract, whether you have a condition in it or not. You don't add a condition. For the so for the for purpose of giving you an out, yeah, mm-hmm. which is which is what mm-hmm. was happening here. So, mm-hmm. it was needless to say a horrendous situation for everyone involved. Uh, and I only bring it up here because I think there are probably people out there who have thought about what might happen if they don't bring the deposit, or what if they change their mind. And the answer is, if you are not ready to commit a hundred percent to this process. Don't enter in. So yours, thankfully, ended up okay. Yes. Um, but what does happen if you if she had said I'm not doing it and it and it didn't resolve? I think it would have. If this had not been such a hot property, mm-hmm. yeah. What um, would happen then? I think that they would just they it could be so these sellers went to their lawyer immediately, and I think that they would just start legal proceedings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how it would go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, I've been in that situation where once where somebody had already um, firmed up the sale and prior to closing, they thought about, oh, um, but they didn't Mm because their lawyer said, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But this is your first time where someone reneged on delivering the deposit. Yes. In all of these years, this has never happened to me before. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had it happen once, Mm -hmm. only once. 
and it got resolved swiftly and um, amicably because it was a hot real estate market at the time and there were like multiple offers there were maybe eight of us and so you know almost immediately the next person in line mm-hmm. bought the house yeah um, but you know that's not always going to be the case no, no it's not you don't want to take that risk and you don't want to be that person it's just not decent it's, it's unprofessional not. And, and again, we all make mistakes and we may wake up the next morning with regret. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a way, I think number one, your intention going in is one thing, mm-hmm. but how you handle the situation on the other end would make a very big difference as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think this was, you know, maybe handled the best way by this particular client because it could have been an easier situation. Mm -hmm. So anyway, yes, I just think interesting story. Yes. This is the kind of stuff we deal with. Yeah. (laughs) Just take that to heart and, and be, be the people you were meant to be. The only other thing I will say about that is I don't understand how it's a, this is a bit off topic, but it's related how listing agents are still um, listing places without doing pre-listing home inspections. Well, in the suburbs, they don't do them. And nobody does them. I, I don't, don't understand, understand why it. that has, hasn't changed no. in the last year. No, no. Mm-hmm. I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me because in Toronto, we always do it. Mm-hmm. But in the suburbs, they never do so it. So it's not forcing, but it's kind of a making people offer on a place without doing a home inspection yep. because how often can you do one before your offer like that's five hundred dollars a time and, and we only get 30 minute appointments now because of covid yeah so how are you gonna right. get in right right yeah i don't understand it i think um i think it's if you feel like you need a home inspection right and in in certain cases i get that i mean this particular place was every single thing in this place had been upgraded. It was a stunner. Mm-hmm. Um, it, right. You know, it needed nothing. So then you have a bit of confidence. See, I had confidence. Yeah. Um, however, I think like if you are the kind of person that needs a home inspection, like mm-hmm. you've got to kind of figure that out because... Don't you think it's the rule should be that if you, certainly if you're having an offer date that you as a listing agent have to have that one? That should be a rule. I think yes, that would be something we mm-hmm. would add. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also feel that in addition to that, if you are a buyer and you are going into multiple offers, you should absolutely have the deposit check ready because mm-hmm. a lot of times we get multiple offers, you know, like in this this case, there's nothing we could do, but without the deposit check, I want a picture of it every time I'm doing Right, I offers. agree. I do too. And you should, and I find this offensive when people ask it of me, but it should be a rule. You should have your mortgage approval available and sent with your offer. You know, John Smith has been approved for $1.3 million signed by, you know, whoever I've never at done that in my entire career. Me either, but you mm-hmm. should have to mm-hmm. because I think it protects the seller. Mm-hmm. It protects the seller from something like this happening. Mm-hmm. It also protects the seller from, you know, who knows what ha- could happen between now and closing where all of a sudden, yeah. you know. I mean, having that letter doesn't preclude something from happening. But and it approval s- isn't... It's not an approval. Confirmation or whatever it is. But it certainly gives yeah. you confidence. Some confidence, yeah. So yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like then you can't use that as an excuse. But, yeah. you know, buyers need to be protected, but sellers also need to be mm-hmm. protected. And I think um, this has to be a fair and transparent process all around. Mm-hmm. And this... Yeah, I know if you think about it now, like... It, 
a seller is just going on the good good faith faith that people actually have the money to afford to buy this. That's right. There's nothing that confirms that they do. That's what I mean, at least if Mm -hmm. if a letter went in. Mm -hmm. So those are rules I would change, Mm -hmm. I think, you Mm -hmm. know. Like every listing, if you're going to hold back offers, you have to do a, yeah, It's not fair otherwise. You're, you're, you're demanding buyers to do something that is contrary to their interests. And, and it's very hard mm-hmm. to do, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not, and I'm, and hands down, I'm not a proponent necessarily of home inspections. No, I, think I know. They have yeah. their place. Mm-hmm, I agree. Um, they certainly don't, you know, you can pretty much tell from looking at a property whether you're going to, you know, if it's a 15 year old property and everything looks new and updated. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, sure, sure, some things are hidden. But see, the other thing was over the weekend, there was that story about those. I don't even know where they were, but it was all over the news about these people. They didn't get a home inspection because there was, you know, their agent pressured them and and there were multiple offers and they bought without. And now they owe all this money on the place. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's going to happen once in a while. But mm-hmm. what about the 5 billion other places that were bought this year without a home inspection that were fine? But, mm-hmm. of course, the media doesn't report on that. Right. So, anyway. All right, that was your week. That was my week. So, I share <laughs> that. Um, now, having said all of that, I think that kind of segues nice. Seg- segues. Thank you. Nicely. I have a canker, people, so I can't speak <laughs> properly today. <laughs> it's like it's like I can't pronounce my S's properly. Anyway, um, we have had a really interesting slowing of the market, as Leslie mentioned. It's not that prices have gone down no, at all, no. but all of a sudden, on especially in the suburbs, we are seeing instead of, you know, six or seven or eight offers, we may not have any. Mm-hmm. So I looked at last week, I think, 12 different properties. Um, most of them have taken offers or are taking offers this evening. And I would say only about half of them that I've seen so far had offers at all. Um, and they were then relisted for hire. If yeah. they so that is offers. that is a, that's an abrupt change abrupt. in a, a short, relatively short term yeah. pattern for yeah. sure. Yeah. And those are all in Durham? No, all oh. in Halton. Okay. Yeah, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So mostly where I've seen this because I've been – Durham, I've seen it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but Halton has been quite a transformation. And Peel. Mm-hmm. Um, so in particular, Oakville and, and Mississauga. Mm-hmm. So, And why do you think that is? I guess just – I guess just the basic old slowing of the market. Yeah. So, so typically in a normal year, you do kind of see that. The spring starts earlier than everybody thinks and slows by like second week of June. That's right. Third week of June and, uh, and is slowish for July and dead in August. So it could just be kind of normal seasonal fluctuation. I think it is probably mm-hmm. normal. I think it's just because we went from such a frenzy mm-hmm. yeah, to... Yeah, overblown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for example, uh, there was a quite a nice uh, house that I saw and it was listed for 1.1. Mm-hmm. And the agent called me today to say that they didn't get any offers. And so they relisted today for 1.25. Right. And there are those people out there that will say, well, that's ridiculous. If they didn't get any offers, what would make them think it's worth more? Right. But that's not how it works. Yeah. So it's a very common practice. We see this all the time that they um, have originally set it with an offer date and the low low end of their value range in attempt to drive traffic and get more than one offer and sell for, you know, as much as they can. And it's very common when that doesn't, in fact, 
happen, mm-hmm. then they relist at what they actually what it's actually worth and what they would be willing to accept. So that's not out of whack. No, um, it might be out of whack in you know Halton and Peel. But uh, I think just because this might be new because they haven't experienced that much as so we hot. have in yeah. Toronto. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and interesting, yeah. one of the other properties that I saw at the same time is taking offers today, and I just see on my uh, email another emails come in that they're up to six offers. Oh wow! So it just really yeah. depends, but yeah. you are getting a lot of. Um, you know, uh, both. I guess you're getting both ends of the spectrum. You're, it seems like you're either getting a lot of offers or none, right? And it's getting relisted. So our um, monthly stats come out next week, mm-hmm. I think. So we'll see if the numbers reflect what you're experiencing, what you've seen, and what I have seen. I've seen a bit of that in Durham, actually. Um, and uh, we'll see how that goes, and then you know what we might counsel our clients. Given that mm-hmm. situation, what are you thinking that if you had someone who wanted to sell? Yeah, like I've got this house go- uh, that I need to sell in Whippy shortly, and I th- they're just finishing up the renovations. And I think that's a good example of one that I'm going to suggest we wait until September. So why would you wait? I just see in that particular neighborhood the same kind of thing has happened in the last maybe month. Two weeks, yeah. Mm-hmm where it's just started to slow down and there was one a couple doors down from this house and nothing is going on there so you know i said to the person doing the renovations just take your time Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i think we're going to have to wait until september Mm -hmm. anyway Mm -hmm. so the problem is maybe it's a problem maybe it's not but my buyers uh my sellers also need to be buyers and so you know they might get a good deal on a buy right now yes but they really need to sell first to know how much they have. Having said that, if they didn't need to sell first, now might be a really good time to try to scoop something up because maybe you're not going to be, even though the prices haven't gone down, it just feels better not being that in competition of, with yeah. 30 people. Yeah. I mean, you may still be in competition, but it feels different when it's 30 versus three. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and there may be a chance that you won't be. That's right. We're seeing that more and more. Yeah, you're right. So yeah. it, if you're in the market to buy, mm-hmm. I say don't give up right now that it, there might be a really good chance. Yes. Um, uh, but I agree with you. I think, you know, where we're at, December, what is it, June 27th or something today? Yeah, I would wait till, I certainly wouldn't want to do it in August. And I think you're you're kind of playing with things a bit if you do it now, heading mm-hmm. into July. So, you know, I think uh, there may be the odd exception, but my feeling is wait to, till September. Yeah. And you know, I would say early in September, uh-huh. like right after Labor Day uh-huh. is good. It would yeah. be different, I think, if you had a really hot property, something really unusual and unique. There's yeah. some reason to sell it now. Yeah. That would be, you know, you live on the water or you, you know, yeah. there's a reason why people would be more attracted to it in the middle of summer, yeah. but those are fewer far between. Yeah, and you'd look to the activity in that immediate area to to see what's happening uh-huh. with other properties. If they're still going quick and, and well, then... Why not? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, for buyers, yeah. So um, do you have anyone that's kind of looking in the next little while that... Well, you know, I, I was, I have, uh, coincidentally, uh, you know, have a few people, I would think four, who um, have just contacted me in the last, uh, you know, couple of days that they now have some confidence that their university, downtown university uh, uh, children, university-going children, will be going back to school, and uh, they want to buy something, a small condo for them downtown. Four people have said wow, that. Wow, that is and crazy. So I think, 
it's a great time to be buying a condo downtown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because a couple of them debated whether they should just be renting. And I said, no. Yeah. Like, I don't think the conditions other than for a couple months in 2020 have been as great um, in in a long time to get a great great little condo down in the kind of university corridor. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do have people like, that's, that's the activity I've been seeing in the last like mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Um, other than that, I have some people looking for some properties that never come to market. Yeah, I have I have a little group of those people. Mm-hmm. You know, call yeah. me the moment there's a yeah. whatever. Like it's, yeah. you know, twenty five years from now, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I don't I be on this street. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't have. Uh, <laughs> I have knocked on some doors when there have been those particular quests, and sometimes those door knocks end up successful. I have had that in the past. Um, but uh, so I think I'm, I'm looking at some small downtown close to university condos and some hard to get properties. Yeah. But nobody else burning to buy right now. Yeah, it's interesting. I, yeah. I feel that, too. It's mm-hmm. a little bit more relaxed. Yes. People yeah. don't feel Open-ended. the same pressure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think I, I, if I was in the market to buy something, I've, I'm telling you, feel the pressure. Yeah. Do it now before yeah. September happens. It's, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm betting on this. It is going to be a freaking frenzy. Oh, I think we're going to go right back to it. I have yep. this feeling that yep. we are going to be just yeah, in I agree. absolute chaos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I would say great for sellers, not yeah. very good for buyers. Yeah. Now, um, there's less on the market now, but... Yeah, you can find a good place and and yeah. take advantage of the uh, people uh, taking a bit of a break. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Because yeah. you know you just don't want to be waiting. Yeah, you know, getting into all that ninety five offer situation again. Remember that one in Milton that had like yeah. eighty six offers yeah. or something. I mean, yeah. who wants that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas right now, mm-hmm. you know, and especially if you want a downtown condo. Because that's not going to last. That's exactly. For long. That's exactly right. Like we know, maybe it'll only mm-hmm. be three percent this mm-hmm. year, but next year it's going to be back up to thirty mm-hmm. percent. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So that's that's my thoughts about what's been going on. Uh, we've talked about what we think will be happening uh, the remainder of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now yeah. that being said, if anybody out there owns a <laughs> very large lot in Lawrence Park with a bungalow. I, I, you need to contact me right yeah, away. Right, right away. Unlimited amount of money is coming Unlimited. your way. <laughs> Please. Pay anything. Buyer will pay anything. Awesome. Yeah. We should have a list going of all the things yeah. that we actually need. Yeah. We do that. Actually, it makes me laugh. Just I digress for a minute. But our brokerage sends out these emails of lists of haves and wants. And they're all wants. And it's all like, you know, three-bedroom home under yeah. <laughs> 1.4. Anybody? Anything? Mm-hmm. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Under 2.4, maybe. Yeah. Um, I do know uh, yeah, I had a great experience where I had a listing and uh, someone came in. This is back in the days when we did open houses many years ago. And um, came in and liked the house but needed a three-car garage. Oh. And there were only like eight houses in that neighborhood that had three-car garages. And I did go knock on doors and ask if anybody was interested in selling, and I found one. My God. And I contacted this guy that I'd met at the open house. I found a woman who's willing to sell her three-car. Did I say three-bedroom? I'm talking three-car garage home. He said, great. I met him there. And uh, he only looked at the garage, bought the house. How weird. Is that weird? Yeah. 
But that's when someone says they have a particular interest and yes. there isn't a lot of it. And yeah. you kind of do a little bit of the grunt work and you can make things happen. So yeah. Lawrence Park, bungalow, big lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. All right. Well, next week we'll be back with the full stats. So yeah. That'll, that'll yeah. be – we should. Well, it might be fifth. It should be out. I don't even know what day Because the we're first talking. is Thursday, which is a holiday, right? So hopefully they're out on Monday. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll if we have best. stats, you'll hear the stats. If, yeah, if, if not, not, we'll be rambling on about something else. <laughs> exactly. We'll babble on about something else. <laughs> but, you know, I hear from people that they like that we babble. Yeah. I, I do. I, I mean, we amuse ourselves. What else is more? <laughs> Who else cares? And Dimitri's sitting here just smirking <laughs> at us. <laughs> We're just having a two-way conversation. When we have guests in and they're nervous to talk, I'm like, just talk. It's yeah. like no big deal. Meanwhile, that's just because you I and just, I forget I anyone else I, is listening. I hope it's well-received. <laughs> yeah, I hear it is. Yeah. Although people might be too Kind's nice to worse. say otherwise. Yeah. 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 Anyway. yeah. What are they going to say? You guys are a bunch of Let idiots. us know what you think, guys. Yeah, let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love the feedback, actually. We do really like it. Send the feedback. Um, send us your... Nice feedback. <laughs> Don't send us a bad feedback. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not really kidding. Um, and, of course, yeah, we appreciate it. Any comments, we love it when you follow us on all our social channels. And um, we're here if you have any questions. That's about it. Happy real estate. Happy real estate. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from REMAX Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.